Hey everybody, this is uh, your boy, Mr. Figs, and uh, company with my co-host. Mr. Locke, how are you doing tonight, folks? Alright everybody, well, this is our debut, our first episode of our new podcast, Fig and Locke Talk. We're going to be talking about all the things you're interested in, everything from movies, geek culture, sports, 757 events and venues. Just trying to get the, get the information out there on what's, what's good to do in the local area. And uh, just give you some interesting and fun perspectives. Uh, did I miss anything, bro? I don't think so. I think that's about, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. You know, pop culture, mainly sports. Anything's really happening um, popular around the world, you know. Uh, we won't try to make it too serious, you know. Well, if something serious happens, we'll, we'll, we will touch on it. But, I mean, typically, you know, we want to keep it upbeat and fun. It's all about, you know, you want to listen to podcasts. You want to have some fun. You want to listen to it. You want to be drawn in a little bit. You know what I mean? It's, it gets boring. Oh, yeah. We're definitely going to have some fun, especially after we've had a few of these drinks. Because that's what this, you know, it's all about just chilling, relaxing, and just uh, and having some good conversation. Um, so, a little background, you know, just kind of get things kicked off so you know who we are. Um, you know, Mr. Locke and myself, you know, we, we, uh, we're we we're Virginia Beach locals. We grew up in the 757. Uh, we've both been here, oh, man, it's probably been, I don't know, for me, it's been probably almost uh, 27 years now in living in the area. What about you, man? 26 years. I'm here for 26. I got here about the fall of 90. Fall of 90? Yeah. So what what brought you here, man? Like, what what brought you to this area? Um, like most people in the South by 7, the military. Uh, my dad, he was served 21 years in the military. Um, he was stationed in downtown Norfolk, you know. So we came from Bimberton, Washington. Um, I lived about four years in Alaska. I was really young, so I don't really remember too much about Alaska. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but uh, I remember a lot about Bimberton. Bimberton was nice, you know. Uh, you know, it was it's the '80s though, so I mean, the '80s are just it's hard. To 80s, '80s Alaska. So '80s Alaska is probably like 1950s. You know, like it's like, it's like they're, they're like they're like they're like 30 years behind. I imagine. Alaska is like 1970. Like, oh, so like 10 years behind. That's yes, pretty good. They're, they're doing all right. Yes, yes. You know, I mean, it's definitely like my backyard of the, my house in Alaska. You can see the airport. Oh no shit! Yes, you can see the, you can see the airport. And you see the airport. And you're, you're just dreaming. I want to be in the next flight out. Let me be in the next flight out, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like major one major like military like homes down one stretch of street. You know, uh, I think it was like I hardly remember one school. I was too young to remember all that. But I know we shot the Navy Exchange and the commissary, and that was it. You know, that's because all that's all there was. That's <laughs> true that because um, Adak, Alaska, it closed down. Adak, Alaska, actually, we were there until it closed down. It closed down at 89. And, right, right. So that's when we had to leave. But, uh, um, I mean, for the most part, I mean, like I said, I was really young when I was there. And um, seven by seven, I'll tell you something. Y'all freak out when it comes to snow. Snow there? I remember being in kindergarten, and it's hailing outside. And it's snow. It's like three feet of snow. And she's just like, you need to go out there and play recess. And we're like fuck you, can we please go <laughs> into the shed? And it's like, no, and they keep pushing us out, and we're like, we're all underneath the bleachers, or underneath, like, uh, like the jungle gym, like, we just try to huddle up, up on everything, try to avoid the snow, and it's like, this snow around here, it's a joke, I mean, people, they shut down stuff, everything is late, because people can't drive, Yeah, it's kind you of know crazy. what I mean? Yeah. Or like, uh, Miss Susie, homemaker, doesn't want that little Timmy going to the school with this snow, so he's going to stay home from school, and it's another makeup day, kind of. But then they might give up on the makeup makeup day. It's really weird. Yeah, it's yeah. Really, this whole public school system stuff. I know it's way too easy for kids nowadays. Yeah. It's never as easy when we're growing up. Come oh, on. I know. 
No, I agree. I'm with you, man. So, but you you started in Norfolk, if I remember correctly, right? You were in Norfolk right. for a while, and then you moved to Virginia Beach, right? Yeah, like right around middle school, early high school. Right? I moved. I moved to Virginia Beach as the tenth grade year. Um, I went to grad. Was it really? Yeah. I yeah. thought. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. um, when I uh, when I moved over, I I, I went to Granby. I was a comment for a year. Yeah. You know, and then the very next year they would start doing the remodeling. You know, they had people going to like. The school down the street, some like Christian school, or whatever, and it's like mm. they transferring back and forth, whatever. And my mom and dad, they bought a house in Virginia Beach, and yeah, yeah, I moved out there and went to Salem. And I was like, strange lands, you know. Yeah, that's where we met because we met in Salem because yeah. you and I were doing the NJRTC thing, yeah. you know, nerding out, wearing your new yeah. uniforms once a week, it, it you know. Was yeah. But it was good. I mean, that's where we met most of our core friends, though, because that's True. where, like, you know, the people that we still talk to today, you know. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, because like you, like I was a military brat. My dad came here. We came here in 1988. Um, my we had like it was crazy. Like in one year, I went to like three different first grades school, like first grades. What? Yeah, it was crazy because we started off in upstate New York, then we moved down to Charleston, South Carolina. Went from Charleston, South Carolina. We were there for a year. Charleston, South Carolina. You were yeah, down there? I was. I was born there. Oh, for real? Yeah. It's good that you didn't stay there, man. Talk about the most racist-ass place on the so planet. Racist. Oh, my God, dude. Tell, like, oh, my God. My poor, my poor parents, man, because like, it was hard to make friends there, especially for my mom, because you know, my mom is in an interracial marriage, right? Yeah. So you know, uh, people like the, the white folk down there, down there don't take too kindly to them, to them interracial couples now. white folk down there don't take too kindly to anybody <laughs> who ain't white. Yeah. Privileged oh, my God, dude. Tell me about it. It's amazing, because I, I went down to Charleston maybe, when last time I was down there, three years ago? No. No, like, three years ago, yeah. I went yeah, on yeah, a cruise yeah. out of Charleston, South Carolina. You know, and it's like, it's amazing because you, you'll see one part of Charleston, it's beautiful. It's historic. Beautiful bricks on the floor, on the ground, you know what I mean? Cobblestone streets, mm-hmm. colored buildings. Oh, it's like, a beautiful oh, place. It's a beautiful, it's beautiful place. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you keep driving a little bit, and then you cross the railroad tracks, and then flea market, flea market, and there's that, like, Sessionate Apartments, and this is that, whatever. And it's like, holy crap, Charleston, like... Hurricane Hugo hit back in the 80s, and Hurricane Hugo messed up Charleston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, my grandma stayed down there, and, like, her neighborhood was distraught. It was just, you get you went there, like, picture Detroit recession, but worse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But they actually had the money to build it back a little bit. You know what I mean? That old money, that old southern money right that there. southern money. Yeah, but I mean, so, yeah, we were down there for a year. And then uh, we had to get out. My parents were like, "We got to get out of here." So my dad moved here to Virginia uh, to got orders to the USS Bowen, and we were next thing you know, we were in Virginia Beach, and we lived in this ratty ass townhome down in Campus East. That's straight up ghetto now. I remember like we were there for like I think six months. We had a drug dealer living across the street from us. Like every house around us was getting robbed. I think the only reason my house didn't get hit is because I was friends with the boy. Whose brother was doing the robbing? Like, it was it was nuts, man. Fair it was like, it was cra- it was crazy. Fair so my, then, plan, yeah, so yeah. we from there we moved to um, uh, my parents bought their first house, and we were in, next thing you know we're living in Rock Creek, and that's where I met a lot of my first real friends because we were in Rock Creek for a long time. We were there till well, crap, my senior year, right? I mean, because I moved to we moved to Buckner Farms, the senior my senior year high school. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, man, like I think that's I think that's the story of most. Most of our friends and most people that we know, because I don't, I, I don't know a single person that was born and raised like whose family is straight up Virginia Beach people. It's I mean, I know hard. they're out there. They're out there. It just it's really hard because this is one giant melting pot, and everybody just they come from like I forgot the word for this situation. 
yeah, yeah. happens when you drink. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, uh, but people, they come together and you just run into people like, oh, I'm from here, I'm from here, I'm from here. And you're like, okay, you know, and uh, like I was good friends with a girl and she's like, I'm from Cuba. I'm like, you're from Cuba? What the hell? Yeah, and, yeah. Like, she was born in Cuba, but then she was raised here. And so, you know, it just, I, when I lived in Norfolk, mm-hmm. I didn't experience that. Well, Norfolk is, Norfolk's kind of a different animal. Because even though the military is, like, naval base is right there, like, Norfolk by itself is very, like, there are people that you can, you, you can meet a lot of people that were born and raised in Norfolk. Right. Um, because there's, Norfolk has a very rich history that goes back to, like, the 1700s. Because, yeah. you know, it was a major port, um, you know, and uh, since the day our set, the settlers got here, you know, back in 1607. So, yeah. well, you know, there, there's, so, so, I mean, Norfolk has a, a very, but Virginia Beach really didn't kick off until the 50s. Because, you know, this whole area was swampland. Uh, I mean, there was there's a few plantation houses off of like the Linhaven Inlet area. Yeah, you know, um, and you can only get to them via ferry. Like, I don't know if you ever been to the ferry plantation house. I don't know, dude. It it's really cool, man. Like, oh, if you like history, man, it's I, like, it's, I love history. But it, but it, it's a really neat place. But you learn like the only way people can get around in Virginia Beach was via ferries. In fact, the Indians that lived down here, they got around the waterways via canoes. In fact, Linhaven Inlet, there's a river. A waterway that goes through the Linhaven Inlet, through Linhaven, and goes all the way down to the um, like Back Bay. Huh. But over the time, development in the area has caused that waterway to close down. In fact, now it's reduced down to like ditches. Like if you ever go to the there's the Francis, I think it's the Francis Landhouse off Virginia Beach Boulevard. Okay. There's a ditch right, and you see this ditch. That ditch used to be a major waterway. Like, it was like, you could actually, like, the Indians used to use it to transport goods up and down through this area. But the de- but development here caused that waterway to turn into, like, a, literally, it's a ditch. Like, you would, you, you would look at it and be like, it's a, that's a rain ditch. That's a drainage ditch. No, it used to be a major waterway. So, it's, it, I mean, that's, that's, that's just kind of gives you an idea. But anyways, I'm dig- I digress. The, but in the 50s is when this area finally opened up because it was mostly swampland. And they finally connected the oceanfront to Norfolk, and people started moving out here and settling. And then the, the the naval base, the air station got put here, and that got more people moving into Virginia Beach. So, I mean, aside from people who are tr- tried and true, like, pungo farming types, yeah, most most of Virginia Beach, like, starts, like, the, the history of this area really starts in the 1950s and on up. Yeah, I mean, for me, I remember my earliest experience in Virginia Beach. You're talking, like, I remember when we were building a house, and my dad... My dad had drinking problems. You know, everybody has that family member. Yeah, yeah. Everybody yeah. has that guy. You know? <laughs> my dad. Mine isn't my dad. Yeah. <laughs> my dad my dad. Usually, it's a, usually it's a creepy uncle. Yeah, you know? you know, you know what I mean? I, I would have been all right. You know I mean, I had the dad who was like, you know what? I'm drunk. Let's go check out the house being built. And that's cool. And we would, I remember one time we went to visit the house and we're like, oh, they're putting a foundation on the house. We, we got lost finding our way back. We literally got lost down Linham Parkway. We kept driving by Chunky Cheese, and you know what? If you drive by Chunky Cheese, and you're like 14, you're like, dude, please, can we stop? I want to play the arcade. Please, can I stop? Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, it's like, no, no, no. We kept going back and forth, back and forth, and it was like, my mom's calling. I mean, my mom's like, trying to figure out where the hell we're at, you know what I mean? And, you know, she's like, you guys left? I guess you guys went to your house. You guys came back hours, hours later, because my dad sobered up, and he finally realized, oh, I'm over here. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. But Virginia Beach, back like in the mid nineties, it was it was. I, I wanted 
no, I'm not gonna use that word. But I would say it was definitely a lot of like opportunity with land. It was like everything. Oh looked, yeah, everything looked the same. So you get lost very quickly. I remember growing. I remember growing up. I had friends that lived on Shore Drive. Yeah. When I lived in Norfolk, mm-hmm. that was sketch. You know, I mean, there was some sketchiness in, in, in like in like Shore Drive. Shore Drive was sketchy. Well, it, it was Shore, Shore Drive became sketchy when you crossed into Norfolk, right? <laughs> so when you would like you get past Little Creek. And you'd hit that, like you get down low, on Little Creek Road, you go to that, that little bridge, and now you're in Ocean View, and it was like, yeah, it was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like you see in the cartoons where like over here, like the sun is shining, and things are bright, and then over here it's like thunderstorms and lightning, Ooh, that's, that's, lightning. that is exactly how that but was. But it with like hookers and like yeah. crackheads, and like, yeah. Yeah. And she does. Walk around, and my mom was, my mom was <laughs> like, yo, you're not, and like, yo, my mom said, six o'clock, you need to be back, at Colony Point Apartments, over here on Little Creek Road, you need to be back. At this clock, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. You need to find a way. You do, because it's dangerous out there, man. It's dangerous. I'm like, man. <laughs> I was like, okay, I can't give you to like five. So I need to find my way back. I need. I have a full hour to get back, and I don't want to mess this up because, you know, you, you get a you get a very short leash. When it comes to black families, you get a very short leash. If your parents give you a leash, you gotta obey the leash because if you don't, you will get choked and you might get burned. You and I had very different experiences growing up. <laughs> but anyway, so so all right, so I kind of give so. But when it comes to you and I, like we met, so like I said, we we met in high school. I don't think I, we weren't friends till junior year. We weren't. We started like I think we just I don't know how we just started hanging hanging out. Well, you know what happened was, if I recall, it's more of a like, all right, everybody's like, oh, I'm going to go do this, go do this, go do that, and it's like, hey, hey, Locke, what are you doing? I'm not doing nothing, Fig. What's up? I'm like, you want to hang out? Cool. And we just jump in the Figmobile and we just drive around town. That's all we did. Yeah. That's you know, true, you're right. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, every time you asked me, hey, you want to hang out? I was like, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's what it came down to. It was like, hey, you want to hang out? Yes. You want to hang out? Yeah. I got nothing. I have nothing to do. I can't get a job. You know what I mean? No one wanted to hire me. So I couldn't get a job. You know what I mean? So please, if you want, if you want to drive around town, cool. You know what I mean? Um, but I can but, remember like the experiences of like, a, like in Virginia Beach itself, I, I feel bad because Virginia Beach itself... I think it took a turn where it's it's not as fun as it used to be. Virgin, let me say step by seven. Let me I'm gonna say across this water because I'm not I'm not too sure if in Newport News Mitty's still there. Mitty's might still be. There. No, it's not, man. Because that, that was Omni Hotel Complex, right? Oh, good gracious. Well, I mean, you got it, it. Well, so hold on, let's back up before we get too much into like our later years. So high school, you and I start hanging out. I think Fair. I think what bridged the gap there too was so. Like, because at the time I was hanging out a lot. Like we had, like you know, Patrice, Mike Curtis, and those folks. And Darren was a part of that. You were hanging out a lot with like Mike Skelly and those folks. But Darren, yeah, yeah, and Darren, but Darren was like the bridge between the gap because like, like um, I'd hang out with Darren and we go hang, go hang out with those Reggie. folks. Reggie too. Oh, Reggie or too. DJ yeah, Slim. DJ then, Slim. We don't DJ Slim. yeah, that's right. He's DJ Slim. DJ Slim. Yeah, the U the UAV flyer. Yeah. But at any rate. So that's how, so, you know, we kind of, like, we'd all be, all be at the same house parties or at the same, like, social gatherings, and then it'd just be like, it's like you said, like, I'm like hey, I'm, you know, you want to ride with me to go here, you want to do this, and next thing you know, we're... You want to do that? Hey, yeah. Let's do this. Hey, so, football game Sunday. Wanna, yeah. You want to go? Want to go Friday night, Saturday night? Football game? Sweet. Yeah. You want to have after? Fine. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, um, you know, never really realized how cool my parents were. You know what I mean? I, just, I did not, uh, you know... Um, Nerdlock should have like figured it out like well you have the cool parents when it comes to like hey you want to go out and do whatever in the street just do it 
You know what I mean? The That's true. You had a lot of freedom. I had a lot of yeah. freedom. My parents were like, hey, if you're driving, you're home by 11. Oh. I had a lot of freedom. You know? yeah, yeah. And it was kind of like, cool. I was like, go ahead. You know what I mean? I remember like uh, when I turned 18, I was in a strip club. Not strip club. No, well, we'll get to that. Like literally, like that weekend. That weekend, I went to the cave, and it's still fucking there. I don't understand that it it, 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 it like Twinkies, roaches in the cave will survive nuclear. Well, so that I guess that brings us to our next. So, I mean, you and I, like our entire adult lives, have been spent hanging out together and partying. In the seven five seven, right? Yeah. I mean, if you think about, it, I mean, you and I have been drinking buddies from day. Then actually, let's go back into eighteen. So I remember we were all eighteen, right? And then, of course, we didn't realize that good titty bars didn't <laughs> were only available to twenty one year olds. So I remember, I remember me, you, Jerome Smith, uh, Reggie, uh, Mike Skelly. We're eighteen now. It's just, it's 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 right before we graduate because I had just turned eighteen, right? Because I just turned eighteen June eighth, right? Yeah. So it's like a week or two before we graduate, and we're like, you know what? We're hitting up a strip club. The only strip club we could find that would take 18-year-olds oh, was that shit. one right on the corner next to the cave. I can't Snappers. remember. Snappers. And I remember being in there and looking at these girls like, they look really young. Like one they girl look, looked really young, and then one girl looked really old. Well, so, they, so you put them well, together. There's an average. Yeah, it averages yeah, out. Average yeah. Out. yeah. Yeah. So I remember. I remember like, man, they look. Real, I mean, they look like our age. And then like a couple weeks later, or you come to find out the place is closed down because they had like underage, underage girls in there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was crazy, but but you know, and then from there on, you know, I think you know. So I went up to college, and I come home on breaks and stuff. And you were here. You were doing your thing, working, hitting, you know, doing you know, doing the restaurant thing. Which has gotten you to where you are today as a restaurant manager and so forth, um, and then you know, I, so I, you know, I'd come back and forth. We'd spend our New Year's, you know, down the beachfront, renting out hotel rooms, having parties out there and stuff. And then, and then there was the summer that will net, will you know, the summer of our lives, right? Summer, summer infamy. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a shame. Like I was saying earlier, I guess. Let me yeah. let me bring that back up. I feel bad because a lot of these eighteen-year-olds and nineteen-year-olds, man, they just Virginia Beach. I don't understand because Virginia Beach. I don't understand. <laughs> like this is a this is a verbal message to set by seven. I don't understand the idea of lack of nightclubs. But you know what though? I saw. I, I don't understand. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So you're talking about like all right, all right. So you got. Uh, what is it called? What, what's the country one? That's all, the big one right now? Uh, oh, uh, uh, the uh, Eagle's Nest. There you go. So you got the Eagle's Nest in Chesapeake, which is not that bad. They play, they have a country side. They have a, well, it's hard to tell because they'll play country one side. They don't play hip hop music and they, they flip flop. Somehow they're really good about knowing to do that. And they got that little outside band thing outside. So they do that. And, and they used to be Chevys or whatever. They used to be Chevys. Well, Chevys was out of me. All right. Really? Wait, yes, when you, were they Chevys? Yes, you were at Chevys. I have a tale for for Chevys. I'm not sure I want to say it. Because I remember a Chevy. Oh, that Chevy. Yeah, okay, that Chevy. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, fair enough. Yeah, now, um, <laughs> you know me, but you know me, you got that. And then beyond that, what do you got? You got Peabody's with dance floor. With a dance floor. Let me talk. With a dance floor. Mm-hmm. Seven by seven. You got Peabody's, which is, I'm sorry, it's whack. <laughs> It's whack. It is. But you're only saying that because you're not a 21 uh, year old white girl. I was a boy. <laughs> Fair enough. But I mean, damn. You know what I 
know what I mean? When you're a 21 year old black guy, you know what I mean? Peabody's still whack. You know what I mean? And um, beyond that, then you got um, what a place with dance dance floor of uh, with the uh, what's on short drive? A place called Fit. I'm not losing it. It's no hot tuna. Bam. Hot tuna. They have like a tiny dance floor. Man, their dance floor is as big as my dining room, and that ain't very big. <laughs> No, no, it might be a little bigger. But I mean, but hold on. So let me get to my point, though. Please. So talking about the clubs. So I remember, I mean, you know, coming up, you know, we had places like the Beach House. Awesome. We loved it that used place. To be Club Rose. It was. It was Club Rose. We had the Beach House. That Club place was Rose. Awesome. And I went in there when I was like nineteen. Um, and I got kicked out. There was, uh, you know, where else did we go back in the? Oh, you had a, the Abyss. I mean, love it or hate it, it was. I mean, that was a spot to go when if you were like, you know, if now, you were eighteen or up. Those. Let me give a little history on that. The Abyss used to be a brewery. Was it really? Yes, it was. The oh, Abyss, I don't know the that. Abyss brewery. That's why the dance floor sinks in. And breweries usually have like the bottom sink. Oh, yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're brewery, right. Yeah. And that's what made it such a great nightclub. And the Abyss is like, it was like an enigma to me because I never, I've, I, I've been there a lot of times. And I picked up some strange tale there a couple of times. And I've never remembered like fights really happening there. I remember a few times there were some fights on the dance floor. I remember one time I had to be the wrong place at the wrong time, and this fight broke out, and this dude got hit so hard, his head whipped back and knocked me in the face and, like, almost knocked my ass out. That's how hit hard that guy got hit. Even a time where the girl, like, the strange big booby chick, like, just started, like, fondling me out of nowhere. Oh, I know. I did, no- I did nothing. I did nothing. Of course you liked it. I, I, did, I, I, I liked it. I did nothing after that. It's like you just like, oh yeah, touch my jump. That's cool. Keep moving. Thank yeah. you. But I mean, Abyss though. I mean, that was, again, that was like one of the, just one of those spots. The Abyss was, you know what? It was. I think it was good symmetry with the nightclubs back then. Back in the mid two thousands, your nightclub experience was you had had not, at Waterside, which I now call the Tomb, because um, there's nothing there. And I heard they're trying to bring people. Please, Congressman. Mayor or what the hell person wants a rich person wants to buy Waterside and pit something there. The fucking people go there and enjoy for a good time. You know what I mean, please do something because Waterside was the shiz night back in like the mid well slowly roll. I mean, I think what do you mean? I, I, the bar Norfolk was good. Bar Norfolk was good, but then you had having at, at, okay. at, at the cafe college night Tuesday nights. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, well, no, hold no, on, no, 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 me, I'm not done. I'm not done. No wait, wait. You had you, no, you didn't even let me get but back. You had Jillian's. Yeah, okay. And Julian was but good. It was all right. It was good. It was all right. But anyways, let me, let, me really but let me get back to my original point. But let me get back to my original point. So a lot of the places, though, that these clubs, <clears throat> a lot of them, unfortunately, were associated with drug running. And that's what caused a lot of, a lot of like, the Virginia Beach. What place is that drug running? Dude, Beach House. That, they, were, they were running drugs in that place. That's because the second owner came in. Either way, it's the first owner did not. But you, the, uh, well, well, I remember. Hold on, though. But hold, okay, but hold on. All right, what I'm saying though is, so like these, the, you know, they started getting associated with drugs. There were shootouts, in a few of them. I there was a shootout on like the, that that one bar, like Aqua Lounge, or like right. Gerald but the, but, There's but, always some but I think I think I think what happened though that. is I think that kind of forced, I think that kind of forced the Virginia Beach government to kind of take a look and be like, these places aren't any good, and start running them out of town because the abyss got turned into a parking lot. Beach House got turned into an extended strip mall. Alright, to be fair, Beach House... Alright, not Beach House. Alright, the Abyss got turned into a parking lot because they built that huge pavilion down there. Sure, right. Which they but, make money off these, all these, right, but all I, these I think, high schools. Right, but I would, right. I would, but I would argue, I, I would say, to an extent though, I think I would want to be willing to bet that 
the re- reason why these est- these establishments aren't encouraged is because some bad things happen in some of these places. I mean, they can't be denied. But I think you like you miss we miss diversity, and that's where I think that's where I look at like back in the mid two thousands. You know, I would call it the clubbing renaissance around here, because you had not just you had not just bar mofar and having at that cafe, having at that cafe, and like Julian's happening. You know what I mean? You're talking about at Grammy Street. You had Wonder Bar. That yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beach House. Bashers was still good. The, the, their their VIP session was still VIP. Yeah. How about that. No, but I, no, yeah, I, no, 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 no. Um, you had you had Qu- Scotty Quicks. Yeah, Grand Hyatt was still good. I forgot the other place that closed down. I forgot. Right. And I, I, I don't. So I'm not denying. I, I don't. That place is the best right. setup, and it closed down. But I, I don't. And no I, I, right. And I don't. I don't deny the fact that you're right. It probably was a clubbing renaissance. And we had. We, there, there were. There were so many it options. Just no fuck. Right. But that. But there was. There were so many. And there were a lot of options. That's just no fuck. Right. But dude, like you got to think of it too. Like this though, man. Like what happens? Like let's let's look, let's look at kind of history too, real quick. So boathouse. One of the hottest venues in the area. They didn't take care of it. Yeah, didn't care. Boom, gone. That's not fair. Hold up. Wait a minute. Then what, ha- what happens in 2008? So, oh. The financial crash, man. People oh. aren't going out anymore. What's They're that? saving money. False. People are still drinking. Dude, no. Not like they were before. People are still Dude, drinking. Dude, after 2008, things were closing up real quick. I think my alcohol consumption will stay the same. <laughs> You <laughs> maybe you're one of the few, but <laughs> I'm telling you right now, man. If you look at the, but it, no, seriously though, if you look at it, man, I can I can distinctly remember like partying a lot in all these places, and then after 2008, things just start getting shut down left and right because people are just not going out anymore. Like Time Lounge, boom, gone. Don't 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 bring that up. No, man, it's, I know it hurts, but it happened. It's man. a time, fucking Urban Outfitters. I know. Time. Who shops there? I know. But I'm just saying, like, time, time Lounge, gone. Who shops there? Boom, gone. You know, uh, Scotty Quicks. I mean, you go in that place, it became, like, just, it was empty. There's nobody in there. Uh, Baxter's, dude. Oh, no, Scotty Quicks still got that Asian bouncer. He's always there. Yeah, but Baxter's, though, man. Like, you, Baxter's like, is kind of a joke. Man. It is, but remember when we when we went there, like, early 2006, 2007, there was always a good time in there. It was. It 2008, and after that, it's like... It's so empty. There's nothing going on in that place. I mean, I can remember New Year's 2008, and it was like we were like we were in the VIP room. And there's just the three of us, just the three fair, of us. Fair, fair, um, fair. So I mean, I think, and even though this area was not hit as hard by that by the by the financial you know crisis and the recession because you know it's a military town, people you know aren't getting fired or laid off because it's pretty consistent work. Yeah, but. I mean, these places suffered, dude. Not only that, but the government, I mean, the local governments too started cracking down these areas. Norfolk started revoking liquor licenses. Uh, so it was like places were getting shut down. Virginia Beach, like you couldn't, uh, like your bar had to be a restaurant in order for you to keep your liquor license yeah. to allow it. It's cheaper because it's cheaper like, to have a, a restaurant license. Yeah, laws started changing. I mean, I mean, hell, man, Virginia Beach council members have become so disconnected from what's going on. I can remember reading an article in the pilot two it's years ago. Money, they were talking. Money. They were talking about like, well, we're going to go take a tour of the beachfront because we haven't been out there in a while. We don't really know what's going on. It's like, how can you be a board? Like, how can you be a representative of the people if you don't know what the hell is going on in your own town? Like, what, really that makes funny no sense. Is, like when you look at a beachfront, right? Okay. So, and we're not trying to make this a bitch session, mind you. We're just trying to give you some background on kind of yeah, where we're coming from. I mean, because you're looking at this now, right? So back in the day, all right. The that fun park thing, 
Yeah, yeah. What, what that was actually all right. That was okay. You know what I mean? Then you had, you had the beach house. I mean, yeah, the beach house was a couple blocks away. You know what I mean? You still had Crocs. Still there now. But yeah, Crocs there too. It was an alternative. You know, you had Peabody's. You had Crazy Charlie's. Crazy Charlie's became... Oh my God, I don't even know the name of it now. It's ridiculousness. Hammerheads, you know, that's old school. It's not even Hammerheads anymore. Something different. Edge is still the edge. I'm not sure how the edge stays the edge. I think edge stays the edge because I, I, I I think they, saw, they charge $7.50 for Catholic. I, I honestly don't know how any of those bars are still open. I walk by there, dude, and it's, you know what, it, it's, it's like, I feel like when I walk by there, it's like going past a pet store and some puppies in the window just asking to buy it. Like, you go by there, all the balances are out there, the wages are out there standing around, like, just wishing you'd come in there and buy a drink. I mean, it's it's sad, man. Like, it's yeah. so sad. Yeah, I mean, it's just, Virginia Beach, it loses, like, it's luster. I, I mean, and you're talking to a guy who, six nights a week, for a year and a half, I party. Dude, who are you talking to? I was with you for, like, fair. a large part of that. Fair. But <laughs> we had a little thing, we had a college thing happening, and I, I had a work thing. Yeah, so, yeah. we just, I would just, blue, I'm a blue-collar worker, dude, and I just... I got off work and the money I made I spent that night and I realized that I got to go to work tomorrow and work harder to make that money back I spent the night before yeah you know I mean part Tuesday Wednesday Thursday right. Friday Saturday and then I'll party Sunday and the night, night off on Monday unless I felt froggy and go down to uh, Craig Charlie's O Dominion right but I mean hold up but I mean okay so from a young person's perspective yes I can I would agree that Virginia Beach has fallen off but all right, we're no longer young guys anymore. <laughs> we're in our 30s. I would argue now, though, Virginia Beach, as far as entertainment for people like us, has has blown up quite a bit. There's a lot of really nice restaurants here. There's a lot of really nice bars and restaurants bars. here. But where's the dance? Hmm? Where's the dance? How? I mean, honestly, though, I mean, how, our age, are we really going to clubs? Are we re- Dude, let's be real. Let's be honest. All right, it's nice. Trust me, I appreciate a good bar. I appreciate a nice bar. You know what I mean? Like, I like Cactus, Cactus Jacks. I do. It's nice. Drinks are a little expensive sometimes. I get it. But fine. You have to pay for that nice bar and the nice atmosphere. I get it. But sometimes, I want to shake my booty. Sometimes, I want to see a hot girl shake it. Dude, there's a new place for you called Pearl. Pearl Lounge is for folks like us, I want to go shake her booty. Lounge I know, because I went in there. and <laughs> Pearl Lounge was sketch, man. <laughs> but, like, wait a minute, wait a minute, no, no, no. You can't just rub that off. What, what was your experience with Pearl Lounge? How, how was the client telling her? I, it was like being on a senior's cruise. I'm oh, not well, even going to deny it. But you know what, though? The band was hot. The fuck? The band was hot. The video was band? I don't remember, but it was fun. Exactly, not that fucking hot. What the fuck? But, but, but no, but I mean, but in all seriousness, though, I mean, as far as, like, Virginia Beach, had, there's a lot of good things about it, too, though, in the fact that it, a lot of good restaurants have come through here. A lot of good, there's a lot of really good bars. There's a lot of good, like, concert venues. Um, the convention center. All right, pause. Concert venues? Since the amphitheater become, like, Farm Bureau Live... It's, it's not fine. It has a much more complicated name. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I know. I heard today, actually. I heard today. I heard... Uh, like U.S. Veterans something, I Amphitheater something. something. I, I think it was like last Friday. I think it was two days ago. I heard yeah, yeah. Cattle saying it. He said it because Rascal Flatts coming in some time in July. And he said a long name. I was like, this can't be real. Like, how the hell? 
but, I mean, like, but I think, but but I mean, I get into the fact that I mean, like, for example, people are trying to resurrect this spot, like Norfolk. I mean, they're trying to resurrect the waterside, and the plans for it look pretty awesome, based on what I've seen. It looks awesome. They, they put in the new. I mean, how no matter how I mean, love it or hate it, then there's the new tide is in place, the monorail. You know, love it or hate it. Let's be honest, the tide needs to go away down the beachfront. It does, it does. It does. I'm not denying that, but yeah. I'm just saying like they're they're trying. Like I think I think in five more years. Um, we could be back to that entertainment renaissance that we had a few years ago. I don't know, man. But hey, all right, so we, we're, we're dwelling way too long on the subject, though. So yeah, I want right, to right, move on. It's the, old, it's the old money, man. It is. I want to move on, though. It's the old so, money. all right. So, uh, so that, that gives you an idea, folks, of what where we are, where we're coming from, where we've been. Um, if it's, we if we do. sound cynical, yeah, Nick is probably the most cynical of the two of us. I <laughs> typically I'm not find cynical. That, I'm just opinionated. Uh, yeah, very opinionated. Um, but at any rate, so I do want to uh, move on though. So hey, man, tell me about your week, man. What's going on, man? I, this week's been kind of like up and down. I've been uh, working a whole bunch, so I haven't really done a whole lot. You know, I know that this week on FX they have the new um, O.J. Simpson. Oh yeah, show. that new show. Man, yeah, I, it, you, yeah, so I, I, I want to see it too. But, it's I like, go back. I but you know, back. it's crazy to me though, man, because there are people out there, um, and I think the Joe Rogan experience we're talking about this to an extent. Uh, you know, if you think about it, like there are people out there that have no idea about the O.J. Simpson si- situation. Fair. Like I mean, like there's a whole generation of people that they like to them O.J. Simpson has always been in jail. Well, For us, O.J. Simpson was a star football player. Then he was a an actor. I mean, if you want to call Naked Gun the Naked Gun oh, franchise, Nordberg? Uh, yeah, Nordberg. Nordberg. But I mean, but I mean, he was an actor. He was Nordberg, right? He Nordberg. was the he was the juice man. And then you found the juice slaughtered his wife and uh, her or his ex wife and her lover sixteen times or, or allegedly allegedly sixty times. Like, dude, you had me full of learning steps that much. I got tired after ten. But you know, the thing that kills me though, man, is like, like I mean, I can remember, I can remember literally getting up. As in the morning to go to school, right, at 7 o'clock. Because 7 o'clock is when Today Show comes on. And Today Show would kick off every morning with a full recap of o- the O.J. Simpson trial, what they did the day before. Do you remember the O.J. Simpson when it went down with the whole, like, he's speeding on the highway? Do you remember that? Oh, hell yeah. Who doesn't remember? Everyone was watching that well, shit, dude. Was like, I remember I was watching, like, the Houston Rockets game. Houston Rockets versus Magic. Mm-hmm. Finals. I was watching it with yeah. my dad. And it's like, and it's like, I kind of looked at my dad like, the hell is this? Yeah. O.J. Simpson's in the back of a Bronco. And it was, a, it was the slowest police chase I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I mean, his boy. Yeah. And, and it went on forever, too, man. <laughs> it was, it was on life. the entire afternoon. And then, like, it was the great the best thing about it, though. This is the best thing about that whole thing. So, people are on the side of the road cheering Get him on. on. Oh, yes. Cheering him on, man. Get him, I know. I mean, it was, it was nuts. It, it's the juice. Run, juice. Run, Run juice. juice. But I mean, it was. Uh, I I just remember that was that the, how that was a significant portion, not significant, but it was a major portion of our lives because I remember that was it's all the. Really, it's made a part of fucking. Yeah, but no, but then but then on top of that though, just remember remember the segregation that came out of it too, because like there was like I mean that's it was it was, awkward. It, was it was weird because I think I mean it was I'm going I'm going to limb saying this right. I'm gonna say like I know, black people really wanted him to be innocent sure. and, I, and I think black people know deep down in their hearts he did it. <laughs> But because he's black and the system is predominantly white, they really want him to be innocent. And even and you, and you look at the evidence, you're like, "There's no way he's innocent. There's no way." But now, let me let me give you I don't a, know. Let me give you an insight on me here. 
I am anti-politics. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just not that guy. I've never voted. I've just, I've never done anything like that. You know, and, you know. So this whole OJ Simpson thing went down, and it was like, Nick, what's your opinion on it? I'm like, did he do it? And everyone kind of like, maybe, kind of. I'm like, leave the man alone. You know what I mean? It's simple as that. Like, just, just leave him alone. If, if you got some evidence on him, then convict him. If you don't, leave him alone. You know what I mean? I, I thought it was funny. You know what I mean? I, I, I just, I live a life of no politics. And I just live everything. I, I, I absorb everything else. But this whole political stuff, when it's like hot button, hot button stuff, I just throw it in the toilet. I'm like, no, dude. I got enough stress in my life. I don't need that. And OJ Simpson stuff was kind of funny because he had people like, OJ, free OJ, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, he's never 16 times. That's impressive. But the thing was great. It was such a dividing line. Like, people were really passionate about it. When they say, he's not guilty, it was like, oh, my God. I'm like, like, dude, it was a court case. I mean, 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 it was. And I get maybe it was a couple years after the whole L.A. riots thing happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's kind of a hot button. Like, black people are just, we won one. Yeah, but I mean, but at the same time, but, but but yeah, but I think, like I said, I think I think black people knew deep down. I was like, we black know he did it, he but, did it, but he got away with it. Yeah. And it was like, like Shuddy Crocker, you my dude. Yeah, I mean, so you know, but it, so that's crazy. That was a hard. That was a huge part of our our lives growing up, and then pop culture but, in general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's a whole group. There's a whole generation of people here that never know nothing about this. Yeah. I mean, to them, O.J. Simpson's the guy that got went to jail for breaking into somebody's like breaking into somebody's house. He broke in and tried to steal his own stuff. I know, isn't that nuts? So I mean, that but that's that's what they know him by. Like, no one really knows him, like knows the real deal. Um, so I'm I say why Family Guy because they have the whole like thing on Family yeah, yeah. Guy where he's like, he's like, oh no, Nicole, you're dead. Oh my God, he's terrible. I was fighting to be in your wedding. I mean, I was the usher. But I, it's just too funny. But I do. But I mean, so I'd be curious to see this 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 television show because I'd like to see how like having lived that situation, You're watch every Cuba day. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah. And um, damn, there's actually quite it's got a decent cast on it. it. Has, it's got um, same, um, John Travolta. John Travolta's in it. Yes, yeah, uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. He's like, he's like, did you do it? He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, this. I believe you, so we're good. That's how it works. That's how, I mean, I, I have no idea about loitering, but I mean, damn. And yeah. that's how it works. Like, you know what? You talk to me, I believe you, dog. Yeah. I believe you. I'm like, what the hell? But it, I think it's funny because it didn't, like, it, how, I mean, I think this kind of gets to, like, how movies and TV have changed, too. Because think about this, man. Ten years ago, this would have been a movie. This would have been a theaters. This Matter of fact, a couple years ago, this would not have been a mini series happening. This would have been like the Jackson Five, like this would be like Jackson Jackson the analogy. Well, yeah, but, but I would say, but based on this cast, though, I would have said like if you told me this if ten years ago, if you told me this cast was lining up to do this movie, it I'd be like, this is gonna do, this yeah, is gonna be in theater, this is gonna be in yeah, theaters, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, this is this is something similar. Cuba's like still hot, yeah. Carnival's still hot. This is this is yeah. like this is like JFK, right? Like because yeah. it's that big. But you know, now today, but TV budgets are so much bigger. That they can pull in major stars, FX, man. I know, and, and then he gets, and yeah, like like I networks love like FX. yeah, I love FX. Yeah. Networks, I love FX. networks like FX, AMC. They 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 push the boundaries, and they've made it to where like now you can put theater level material on TV. Now let me give you guys a little insight, real quick. All right, myself, I do not 
like mainstream nothing. Okay, I, I swear to God. And I, 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 it's like I like finding hidden gems. I like trying to find like the diamond in a turd. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. I'm all about that. So then you got like, let me tell you, the best show knows watching that FX produces right now. I would say it's on FXX and Man Seeking Woman. Check that out. It has um on has um Eric Andre on there, and it has that one ski dude from like the, this is the end. Guy's name, but it's really funny because they do the whole like deep imagination stuff on like him trying to be with women, you know. And it's it's highly entertainable because you're like, it's just funny. Like one episode, he was dating a car. What? Because because they. Oh said, yeah, I'm out of mixtures now. Just want to get real with these shots. Um, you know, he was dating a car because his friends like, dude, maybe you should stop settle. Stop. Maybe you should just settle. And settling means like. Maybe I sell like I can sell like a car, like a Saturn, like a nineteen ninety nine Saturn. And he dated a nineteen ninety nine Saturn until he got home, and he about to propose marriage to Saturn, and the Saturn was having a three way with two fat white dudes, and dude was like banging her like like her oil tank. It was it was kind of funny, but I mean I, I know I know it's, it's funny hearing it, but I mean you gotta see it and how they kind of do it. You're like, huh? And the, the whole entire shows like that. Mm-hmm. I like watching shows like. That are just like not mainstream, but like I would find humor. I hate serious. I don't like watching serious shows, even though Breaking Bad is probably the most serious show I've ever watched. Dude, man, you're missing sometimes. Though. I love. I know that, but I mean, at the same time, serious shows. The Americans, I watched that. It's a serious show. You know, I, what I mean, Breaking Bad. When it was on, I watched it. Yeah. I like funny shows. Andy Tribeca's on it, and like David, Car- uh, like Steve Carell directs it, and his wife, and his naked gut. It is pretty much. Naked Gun with my boo Rashida Jones as a person. All right, we need to bring this back in a little bit. We're, getting, we're way out. We are so out left right now. I know, man. You start talking and you're like, you're like, by the way, my boy, if he sounds a little weird, he's he's a little sick right now. He's coming down a little bit of a cold, and I just watched the man guzzle half of bottle of Mucinex <laughs> before he started drinking. So he's about to be on a whole new trip here I pretty have soon to make sure this podcast happens. You know, I was at first. I literally called him and was like, yo, we're going to do this tonight, right? I was like, yo, I feel like shit. I work from 8 to 8. I work from 8 to 8 today. And I'm like, I feel like shit. I'm, I'm running a fever. I'm dying. I'm like, dude, I'm about to go lay up, cuddle up, and chill. Let my cats hang around me. But I was like, you know what? No. I want to, I want, I've been thinking about this podcast last weekend when we talked about this. And I'm like, you know what? I got to make this happen. So I pretty much I just guzzled some, got some watermelon. Got some drinking. I got some drinking me. I'm not even. I might. I mean, you, you might be sitting my couch right now. I don't know if I can let you in the car after this. <laughs> I'll be all right. I'll watch TV for a little bit. But I mean, you know, uh, you know, just bam. You got to make this pocket happen. You can't deny. We cannot halt greatness. Wow, that's a pretty tall order. I like to think. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But let's let's wrap it back in real quick. So. All right, so uh, a couple things I do I want to mention about my week because I think it'll provoke some interesting discussion. All right. So, uh, saw Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies, zombies All right. on Friday night. So, if I had to give you at a popcorn, we're going to rate popcorns. Okay. One out of five popcorns, what would you say? I'm going to give it a three and a half popcorns. Can I give it three and a half popcorns? popcorns? I'll tell you what, man. You know what? Um, so, uh, IGN is one of my favorite uh, websites to go visit mm-hmm. for reviews, and they they gave it a, a they said it was a real fun movie. I have to agree one hundred percent, man. The movie was really fun. Like I mean, like I, you'll never get a man, at least a real man, to sit down and watch Pride and Prejudice or read Pride and Prejudice. I'd watch Pride and Prejudice. I'd watch it. Okay, but I'm saying though, like 
It, you uh, was it like a was it your first choice or was it one of those I have not you... seen it, but if you told me I had to watch it, I'd watch it. Okay, because it was like if I had to watch, it, do I need? Watch Would you want to watch it, or is it more like if you watch had it. to watch it? Wait, no. Do I want to watch it? Yeah. Okay, stop but right there. Do I, no, no. But do, <laughs> if, if I, do I need to watch Pride and Prejudice to like understand this movie? No, no, you don't. So. Okay. So, um, as a man, you know, you're not going to, like, my wife's like, you need to watch Pride and Prejudice. I'd be like, no, I'm not watching Pride and Prejudice. Why? 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 Please give me five reasons why. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But when you, but when you, when you put zombies in there, that shit was hot. (laughs) I'm going to be real. Dude, man, like, so there's a, the premise of the movie is really kind of interesting. So, um, it opens up. Uh, with so the way the the, the credit scene is really neat, Wait, man. Don't give don't give too many spoilers. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna uh, spoiler spoiler if you haven't seen the movie. Um, but I was. I'm not gonna. Just, I'm not gonna give away anything major. But yeah, the opening away. title scene though is really really well it's done. Weekend, like, don't yeah, I, I know, right? Like next week, you're like, hey, it's been two weeks. Y'all had shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, but no, okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. This is fucking Saturday. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything. But but I want to. I want to share the. I want to at least share the premise of the film. Right. Uh, so. In the beginning of it, um, by the way, if you're a fan of Game of Thrones um, and you like, uh, and you were, and you like, um, never seen, never seen. Game I know, of Thrones. and that kills me, man. That you say that, I, it, it, it's, it's, you, I die a little inside every time mainstream, you tell me that mainstream shit. But anyway, the guy that played the main Lannister, I can't remember his name right now. He's in the film. He's the father. But he tells a story of how this these zombies came to be, and uh, so. You know, Britain is at the height of its power, right? It's an empire. You know, the aristocracy is running full and well. And this mysterious virus makes its way to its shores through trade routes and the like, and it causes the dead to rise. Um, and they almost are, they're almost successful in taking over the entire country. But this small little area in around London, and they manage to get the, get the dead down to a point where they can start living out in the countryside again. So the, the aristocrats start going back out and claiming old lands, right? They're taking over old estates. So to do this, though, the rich go to, like, Japan to start learning, you know, the, the Japanese arts, like, of, sword, like, of, like, of like ninjutsu and, like, freaking, like, uh, like, samurai fighting. And some of them, the, like, the more wiser of the aristocrats start sending their kids to go to, like, kung fu schools in China, so you meet like so the the whole premise of Pride and Prejudice. If you're not aware of the if you're if you're living in a box, you don't know what Pride and Prejudice is. Like the whole premise behind Pride and Prejudice is that there is this father and he's got like five daughters or something, right? And he's got to get them all married off because back in those days, if the father or the head of the household dies, the estate goes to the oldest living male relative, right? So it's going to go to his cousin. Um, or not his cousin, but his nephew, but because he has no direct male heir, so he's he's trying to get his daughters married off so that the estate will move to their husband and they still keep the estate, right? So he's got these five daughters. They're trying to get him married off, all right. That's and and amongst these daughters is a woman named Elizabeth, and she's like this headstrong, really stubborn, is she the dark-haired one. In the yeah, she is. So, what the hell? All yeah. of her blonde. She's dark. Hair. I know exactly. What's up with that? She's the black sheep, if you will. Right, but sheep. she's really dark, like really stubborn, really headstrong. Like believes that you should fall in love with your husband and all that kind of stuff, right? Which goes against everything about aristocracy in the in the, in the past. And you know this. So that that's kind of so. Uh, and throughout the course of the story, they grow to love each other and they get married. At the end. 
That's Pride and Prejudice, okay? In a nutshell. Take that, and now they've added zombies to it. <laughs> all right, so this guy, his five daughters have all been trained in kung fu and swordplay. And, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, like, nothing, like, I'm sitting there, I was, like, half aroused, man. Like, I mean, because they're these, these hot-ass girls, and they're, like, they're, like, getting dressed to go to a ball, they're, like, putting knives in their garter belts, they've got swords, they've got pistols hidden in places, like, in their braziers, like, and they're just, like, beating, they're just, like, killing zombies, dude. It was, it was good. It was a fun movie. And even though, like, in between it, I mean, there's, it's still, it, it's still Pride and Prejudice. Like, it was funny because I told my wife about it last night, right? I was talking to Marcy, and she's like, like, you need to see the real Pride and Prejudice. That's, you can't just watch Pride and Prejudice. I'm like, yes, I, I was like, let I me, did. I was like, I was like, she's like, it's not Pride and Prejudice. I was like, really? And so I, I, I did the story, right? I did the whole Pride and Prejudice story. And I was like, is that Pride and Prejudice? She's like, Yeah. I was like, all right then. So I saw Pride and Prejudice. I, I didn't even. So she was like, oh, well, you still need to see the original and you need to read the book. No, and I'm like, not no. But it's a fun movie. I, it, it is a real fun movie. I got to be honest, man. Like, I would say that, it, you know, like, yeah, I watched, I watched the commercial, seeing the girls, like, like are up for, like, mm-hmm. battle. You know, like, I, I can see the little boner action. Little oh, action yeah. There's a lot of boner action in that movie. I'm doing really real. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, um, I would I would give that movie a chance, only because of freaking Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Like Abraham Lincoln and Vampire Hunter. When I, I remember when I first saw the trailer for, I was like, "This is a damn joke. This is this is silly like, mm-hmm. for real." And then good old FX is like, "Nick, we're playing FX. We're playing Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter just for you." <laughs> I feel like, like he's talking to me, and I'm like, "I know that night is playing it. I happen to be off." The stars align perfectly, and watch Vampire Hunter. He's spinning the axe around like Matrix. He's making this stuff happen. Spoilers. He has, he has, I know spoilers, guys. He has a black sidekick. The black sidekick doesn't die. Say what? You know what I mean? I'm like, this movie is awesome. Like, I can't even hate on it. And like, they they took like in Pride of Prejudice, mm-hmm. they took history of like what it is. And manipulated to make it work. Abraham Lincoln didn't have a child. Yeah, that died yeah. of mysterious reasons. Yeah, they didn't know why. In that movie, they used that child, and they said, "Bam, vampire!" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, damn!" Yeah. The whole the whole was that. I'm like, dude, that just happened. Like yeah. you just you said that this kid died of a fucking vampire, mm-hmm. and Abraham Lincoln's like. Yep, I'm like fifty something, but I'm still badass. So, so if you could, if you could take another, all right. So, this provokes a question, right? All right, all right. If you could take any piece of literature or history and twist it, like they did with Abraham Lincoln, Vander Hunter, or Prime, is that what would you what what would you want to see done? All right, now let me let me um, first by saying that um, I hate reading. Let <laughs> 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 me just. Let me just this is not a scholastic broadcast, well, as you can tell. If it's a book, holy crap, no, please no. You know me. But if you had to twist it, I would twist Robert Crusoe. How? Like, what would you do with it? Yo, make Robert Crusoe like a pirate. A pirate? A washed yeah, up, dog. a washed up pirate? Yes. Why and is that like, exciting though? Well, it'd be exciting because he would fucking instead of making the house like some giant house. He'd be like him and his wife and his children. He'd be like fucking like a fort with like cannons. Dude, I think you're shit. confusing stories, man. You're yeah. thinking you're thinking of the Swiss Family Robinson. You are. Robin Conversa yeah, yeah. is washed up on the beach by himself. He got sure, no yeah. one All else right. but himself. Right. I, I, I'm thinking movies. I'm thinking books I read. Actually, Robin Conversa. Yes. 
Robinson Crusoe. Actually, I think that might be a fucking explorer. I meant to look that up. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. Swiss Family Robinson. Twist that around. Boom. They're fucking pirates. Mm-hmm. And they're like, and all of a sudden, like, English Navy or something like We're going to attack you guys. And it's like, boom. We're ready, motherfuckers. And it's like, they do some wild ass shit like that. I'd watch that film. But isn't that what they happens in Swiss Family Robinson? Pirates show up in Swiss Family Robinson. It does it. Yeah, they show at the end. They actually fight the pirates off in Swiss this, Family Robinson. Do you just pitch a movie that already exists? This is a terrible situation. You just you, you you literally just pitched Swiss Family Robinson <laughs> as it already stands. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen Swiss Family Robinson, there you go. That's the movie. I gave it a fucking movie because well, you know, Nick don't read a lot of books. And uh, bada big, bada bed. Dude, it's like, oh. dude, you don't need to read a book. It's a Disney movie. You can watch it. it you can watch it. It's a dude, Disney dude, movie. I read the book. <laughs> I read the book. Okay? I have more street cred because I read the book. <laughs> you know how it is with people like, they're like, you know what? You watch every part of the movies, but I read the books. You have street cred. No, you don't, motherfucker. <laughs> All right? No, you don't. No one gives a fuck. No one cares. Harry Potter and the last two films Harry Potter had were absolute shit. Fact. What? Last two Harry Potter movies were shit. No, they weren't, dude. They were Fact. magnificent. No, they weren't. Dude, they were awesome. You were shit. I fell asleep. Oh, on the second one, Empty Hollows. Empty Hollows, the second one. Yeah, I was asleep. Deathly Hollows, dude. Deathly Hollows. <laughs> yeah, eight. If you're gonna diss it, at least get it right. <laughs> and that's how I feel about that movie. <laughs> because it's absolute shit. Because I'm like, I watched it, and yeah, I remember my friend, a friend of mine, he had a wedding that day. A friend of mine as my plus one female friend, and she's like, Hey, let's check out Deathly Hollows. I'm like, Okay, you want to speak a little louder? All right, my bad. We tried that. I, I started talking a little low, and I'm not sure why. Mm-hmm. Let's reset. I had a friend who had a wedding. I brought a plus one, a little female friend, lovely female, and uh, we went there. And you know, she was like, Well, hey, after it's done, let's check out a movie. Let's go to a movie today. I'm like, Let's do it. I ruined that chance of actually ruined, having that relationship because um, I went to the movie theater and I fell asleep on Deathly Hollows. I don't know why you fell asleep on it though. Was it the first it's the second so the first the first ha- the first movie of Deathly Hollows the is one. Like, that's when they have all the cool the cool no, wand battles and stuff, dude. Harry Potter. Oh, oh man. At any rate, all right. So oh, no, another thing I want to talk about real quick is oh, on Harry Potter. I want to move off movies for a little minute. I want to talk about. I something. will tell you this week though. I'm gonna watch within these three days. I will watch Fifty Shades of Black. I will watch it because I have seen Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've seen yeah, Fifty Shades yeah, of Grey. Yeah. I've seen it. I've actually read. And I know most women are like, oh my god, you didn't read that book. Look, I read the book about a guy who was mentally abusive to his like naive virgin girlfriend. Yes, I have read the book. I am. I'm fully aware of what's happening. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna watch Feature the Black and Marlon Wayans. Haunted House is a funny movie. Haunted House 2, not so funny. Don't tap on the table. Fair enough. <laughs> the hands start working, man. I can't stop. I know, man, I know. You get you all handsy. <laughs> I get really handsy. But at the same time, I think this movie should be good. I think the movie should be alright. Alright. And I'm gonna check it out this week. Fair enough. So one, th- so uh, moving on to real quick to another topic, I would like to talk about restaurants that we like to go to. All right. So I went to Bray's 
uh, Friday night, which I know that's your spot. Yeah, I like Brace. Brace is good. I had their lamb shank, which was amazing. Was it? Oh, it was really good. I was but, really disappointed when we went together and we had the prime rib. I thought the prime rib was pretty good, I thought. You didn't but like it? It had that, that weird mashed potatoes. Move it just a little bit. They had that weird mashed potatoes with it, and that was not exciting about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know what that mashed potatoes was all about. Like, it was like spinach. Yeah, there's a, you know what? Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know, their mashed potatoes last night, too, was pretty, was a lot like that, too. You know what I mean? Like, but, the main meal's good, but, like, the side is yeah. bad. And I need the side to be good. Yeah. But the shake was tender. Like, it came right off the bone. You could yeah. tell it was been stewing for a while. But, so I got to say about this place we went to today, though. All right. So, uh, my, my dad and I went out for lunch. We went to this new place, Zoop. It just opened up down the street here. You know, uh, where? Uh, Lansdowne Commons, you all know, right. all those new shops that just opened up on their side of Best Buy. Yes. Is it that way? Okay. Yes, that way. <laughs> so, He's pointing the wrong direction. I know. He's messing like, me up. I'm like, this. Where are you, you pointing to tell what's going on right now? So anyway. This is a green so, bambino. <laughs> so we went to this place to soup, all right? So the food is good. Like, they, I'll admit that. Like, the food's good. They got lost soups and sandwiches. It has a whole, the whole premise is it's, it's soup and sandwiches kind of stuff, right? All right. The service, though. Man, they must have hired every mouth breather on the planet Come to work this man, place. Don't dude. Say that. I don't mean to be rude. I mean, hey, if your daughter or son works at Zoop, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude, but I'm telling you right now, they couldn't even, dude. They didn't know their own menu. All right, it's brand new. Fair. No, come on, dude. The placards are right there. I walked up. I said, "Hey, I'll try the see because you can free you can sample the soups right before you make a choice." I was like, "Wait, wait, hey. wait, 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 wait. Let's let's pause for a second. So, Zoop is it? What kind of food they serve there? It's soups and sandwiches. Soups is it like a delicatessen? Uh, no, because the emphasis, I mean, the emphasis is more on the soups. How many different types of soups they got there? So, they had eight. Eight? What kind of focus on soups is that? Eight soups? Yeah. So, but hold Come up, though. But check this out. So, I walk in, and I'm like, hey, I want, I want to sample your, um, your seafood chowder. The girl stared at the soups. For like 30 seconds. 30 seconds is a long time. Like, look at literally, she's just staring at like, like, oh shit, which one of these is the Shifu Shatter? And I was like pointing at it. I'm like, that one. She's like, which one? That one. Wait, which which one? That one right there. The one with the seafood in it. And the best part though, so my dad is like, what's in the seafood chowder? And she's like, "Dude, how dare you?" Because <laughs> my dad, because see, my dad has gout, right? So he only had to eat certain things, and he didn't know what he didn't know what kind of seafood is in the seafood chowder. Otherwise, right. it's gonna aggravate his gout. Right. So she, <laughs> I swear to God, man, it was like it was like you you, you could have asked her a physics question, man. Like she just her her mind went blank, and I because I had just tried it, I was like, I got it. It's crab and shrimp and corn. And potatoes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I, am, I am a, uh, I would say, if this podcast will have in the future, I am definitely a restaurant connoisseur, and I, I am a server, waitress, defender. You know what I mean? But like, there is no, no defending this. It's not no defending no this. Def- I know. I look, look, look. I know. I, tr- I trust your dining <laughs> experience. You won't do anything rude. We have friends that will do something rude yeah. to a waitress. You know what I mean? And uh, you're you're not one of those types, yeah. so you're, you're not saying like, 
If you're saying like, the waitress on another planet right now, like talking to you, yeah, that's definitely a problem. So, but like, but I mean, it was just funny because, like, I mean, like, I'll admit it's a new place. So these it may, may have just opened this week. I don't know. But man, I'm just watching these kids. So I order my food. I'm waiting for it to come. So I'm like sitting on the side. I'm like I'm by the counter, and I'm waiting for the food to show up. Right. All right. I'm watching these kids. Oh my god, dude! I could have swore they all were like high. Well, case, that's what happens. People, Yo, people, I'm, people bro. are. I'm high. I want some soup, bro. People, people, Bring people, soup, people bro. are coming. People are coming out of the back kitchen, and they just got this look on their face like they're in Wonderland. They don't know where they are. Dude, they're on another planet. Up. Like I'm, like I'm watching the girl like put together a sandwich, and she's just like, "What kind of sandwiches oh. are there? So they have Rubens there. They have well, small deli type sandwiches. Are we talking Cuban sandwiches? What no, it? nothing like that. I had, I had. A, I never heard of this place. It's brand new. I, I had a turkey club. Turkey Club. Yeah, okay. a Turkey Club and the seafood chowder. So do you, was it guacamole? Was it avocado on it? No. All right. It was, was literally it, just it turkey, was bacon, bacon, and cheese, and a tomato. Cheese and tomato. How much was the price on this? It was like five bucks. Five. All right. Five bucks though is fair. Remember now. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not mad at the price. I'm Remember, not... um, ladies and gentlemen, um, the price you pay on the meal is kind of a reflection of the price of your service you're going to get. Sure, but hold on. I, I'm not. I'm not. The food is good. I didn't have a problem with the food. And I didn't really have a problem with the price. What I had a problem with it was just watching these surfers fumble their way around this, this, this counter, not really knowing where they were. The place was bad new, though. No, that's not an excuse. It's not an excuse. That's not an excuse. No, it's not an excuse. You Dude, I walked up. The, the best part, though, hold working. on. The best part, though, is I, so I, go, I go up to the register. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm, uh, I want to get the, uh, a cup of the uh, seafood chowder. And the guy looked at me blankly. For like 15 seconds. You really own the seafood chowder. Dude, I was, that's what I wanted. You really, you really wanted it. I did. That's you why really I ordered it. So I said, I would like a cup of the sea, I would like a, a cup of the seafood chowder and half a sandwich. You should get a sandwich. And hold on, wait, no, but the expression was just like, just mouth gaping open, like tongue, just kind of half out his mouth, like just, like just, just gazing at me for like 15 seconds when he finally goes, uh, sir, our system is down and I can only give you the soup as a side. Um, it'll be free, but... See? There it is now. Wait. Now the plot... But no! The plot... If he, but no, but if he responded off the, right off the bat with that, I'd have been, I'd have been like... He's scared, cool. he, man! He's just like... He's scared! Uh, he's like, dude, man... The computers went down. I don't know what the fuck's doing. I don't know what my manager is. My manager is no, the manager's there. Manager's freaking out, dude. She's, she's texting. I don't know who she's texting, but she's texting yeah. somebody she's frantically. Mode, okay. So when the manager freaks out, everyone freaks out. That's how it works. That's how it works. If the manager freaks out, yo, it's free to you are free to freak out because the manager freaked out. It's like you're working and your people, you freak out, your people underneath you, they're allowed to freak out too because like, oh my god, freak out all the time. That's how it dude, works. Dude, I dare you to go to this place. I guarantee you're gonna see what I see, because I'm telling you, man. It was like I'm going there for lunch. I'm just watching all. I'm just watching all these kids. And I'm just like I'm going there for lunch I'm like, tomorrow. Man. I'm just thinking. I'm just like I'm watching all these kids. And I'm just like that's future America. But right I'm, I'm, there. I'm way more forgiving than you. That's you the are. Problem. I know. It's because you work with these people. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm way more forgiving, but I'm like in a sense, I'm kind of ruder because I tell them their job when they're doing it, and I'm like this. Hey, go over there, do this, do that. Tell your manager. He needs to do this and that, and this will fix the problem. Okay. And he'd be like, what? And then I get, I get like a, what? And I'm like this, I'm not going to repeat myself. And they kind of be like, uh, and he'd leave. And usually they leave, and they bring the manager to the table. And I'm just, hey, um, how's everything going? And I'm like, well, 
This was going on right now. Let me tell you my experience, man. And I don't want to think free. From the get-go, I'm going to tell you right now, because I'm black, you automatically assume I want something free. I get it. My people have abused this situation. And I don't want anything free. I didn't ask for I know, I know, I know. And I don't want it either. I'm like, dude, I want to tell you something that's happening right now. And I just want my sandwich hot and fresh, ready to do. And uh, you said this place is like a very club, very basic. I don't want to eat there, man. I, uh, I'm going to I'm 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 get, I mean, the soup was good, dude. The food was good. I'm not going to lie. The soup was good. Tomorrow's Super Bowl. Casey might not know this how we're gonna talk about we're gonna touch on that later. But tomorrow Super Bowl. Actually, we're so, touching very soon because we're already at hour in this, this damn, show. We're <laughs> burning through this shit. Uh, but I'll tell you what. So tomorrow I will be getting my hands on some wings tomorrow. Yes. So actually, I was thinking about that. Yeah, I saw like I know you and D are gonna come over to watch the game. Is he house. coming on tomorrow? I thought so. D. But, so I was. I'm trying to decide. Well, the man. The man. Would you? Do you, think, do you think we? Should, so I. I have a sweet wing spot. What? All right, so I don't know if you've ever been there. <laughs> My favorite wing spot is uh, Bad Habits in Chesapeake. The wings there are banging. Dude, they're so good. They are so good. All right? But at the same time, part of me kind of wants to smoke some wings and maybe do some... Anything that makes you use your egg. Or do some fresh pizzas on that. Anything that makes him use his egg, he would love to do. I know, but I, part of me, I, I think I would probably just pick up the wings. Oh, pizza sounds trouble. Are you making the pizza fresh? Or you yeah, I made it free. I mean, I've done it before. It tastes delicious. That sounds, that sounds a lot of work, man. Yeah, I know it is. That's why I think I'm just going to pick up That's wings from saying, Bad Habits. It's a Super Bowl. But you know what? we work? It's hot. I know, but... I gotta drive at Chesapeake though. That's where bad habits is, but it's worth it. The wings are so good there, man. But anyway, so uh, let's actually talk about the Super Bowl. Then we brought it up. All right, all right. Let's talk about the Super Fair Bowl. Enough. So, fucking Carolina Panthers, Denver Broncos. What's it gonna be, man? You're my sports guy. What's I up, am, man? I am the sports guy. You know, and um, it, it's it's a toss up. You know, I mean, it, it's Saturday night. You know, a lot of people are like, oh man, you're trying to ride the fence. I'm not trying to ride the fence. I get it. But I would say that for me, based on reports I've seen this week, it's hard. It's really hard for me to bet against Peyton. Dude. Peyton has been, he's gone through. I play, fan, I play fantasy football. I've run a league, fantasy football league, since. I run a fantasy football league since like 08. It's a long time. You know, maybe 07, maybe, I guess. And Peyton, man, he's always money. Always money. No, I agree. You know what I mean? It's and I think for if this will be his last rodeo, he has this will be the last game. Then he will pull out the stops. They said in practice on Thursday that he threw a forty yard pass through the air, forty yards through the air, not forty yards like caught and kept running. It's forty yards in the air, and I'm like he didn't tip that. He didn't do that all this year. So that's something else. You know, when I I would say the Super Bowl, like his last Super Bowl against Seattle, that was just that was a travesty. I mean, I'll just I'd say it's a travesty. His first hike, it, it hacked the ball over his head. That was that's just it, come on, man. Yeah. It, you just you're out back. But for me, I, I would I'm I'm betting on the Broncos because it will become a defensive battle with the idea that if I'm the Broncos if I'm not Gary Kubiak, but if I am uh, Wade Phillips, I'm trusting that my defense, which is good players, and by the way, Wade Phillips, you got two years left with them, and they're going to leave. Um, 
They, they really are. <laughs> they really are. The the defensive end, he's like he's a free next year. He's the Oakland Raiders are gonna throw him top money. Mm-hmm. He's a big time dude. I mean, Wolf is a lifetime Broncos. He ain't leaving nowhere. But you gotta watch out. And I think uh, not where, but the other guy. I forgot his name. I'm drinking too much. Oh, the medicine's kicking in. Oh, I forgot his name. But nevertheless, um, the other guy though, other than where. He wants to be the highest-paid defensive player in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. That's ridiculous to play linebacker that much. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, I'm with you, man. I, I'm all for Denver, dude. I want, I want, to, see, I want to see Peyton Manning just tear, shot, tear shit up tomorrow. I want to see him win. I want to see him make, get one more win. Because you know he's a, that motherfucker's going to retire, dude. He's going to retire. He's going to retire. Yeah. Especially now, I'm not like – I, I love Peyton. I don't think he's been using any performance hands and drugs. But it's with all no, this, yeah, with all this controversy to your front, I think he's at, at that point now where it's like, dude, if I win this, I'm going out on a high note. Let's call this shit, man. Let's get out of here. Let's just retire. Let's wrap it up. Um, but uh, dude, I, I would love to see the Denver Broncos go in there and just and tear it up, man. I don't like, need them to tear it up. I want them. Like, it'll be a close game. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a close game. Because let me tell you what, these, like these, ha- I would tell you that these. Super Bowls have not lived up to conference championships. Yeah, conference yeah we were talking about that last night. The yeah. conference championships that have happened before the Super Bowls have been so exciting. Green Bay Cardinals conference like it was like it was like that was a divisional. That was awesome. That was awesome. The Vikings Seattle game that was good. Mm-hmm. That was really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Patriots. Broncos, Brady Manning, last time, that was really good. I mean, must-see TV. You had to watch it. There was no way around it. And it was exciting. Fourth down, fourth down, fourth down. And they did it, and they did it. And it was exciting on the last play of the damn game. You're like, this is, it was almost manifest destiny how it went down. You're like, holy crap. And I understand why that hurt the Bronco fans. Because you see the memes with the jo- crying Jordans. They're hilarious. I'm telling you. They're hilarious. You gotta watch them. But it, it's good stuff. You know, and, and and I get it. All right. Carolina Panthers. You know, what's to the set by seven? We're Redskins fans up here. I'm a Redskins fan. We are Redskins You're fans. You're a Tampa fan. It's okay, man. You can admit it. You're a Tampa fan, dude. It's I fine. Am a Tampa Bay Don't fan, front. Okay? It's I'm okay. A Tampa fan. But I'm gonna do this podcast. If I'm gonna do this goddamn podcast, <laughs> I'm gonna rep the Redskins. You know, mean in a sense that the idea that I want to give you guys the best information possible for the Redskins because I I love football. You know, I mean, I always look at Blue Report daily. I. Start looking at stuff. Kirk Cousins, you're gonna pay a lot for that guy. So I hope he pays off. Oh, we are gonna pay a lot for that he's motherfucker. For him, he's 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 rolling into the conference room pretty heavy handed at this point because he he's knows they're like he has, <laughs> he has like an entourage. Yeah, oh, yeah. Bum, 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 you like that? You like that? You know, I mean, he's gonna get paid. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not gonna handle Kirk Cousins. You know, what I mean, because he he was the best quarterback in December. He was. He was the best quarterback in December. He had. A, Four touchdowns, four touchdowns, three touchdowns. I mean, he was lighting up. I mean, if you had him in fantasy football, which if you did, you know your pockets were a little bit fatter because you made money off him. I did not have him. I lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> but at the same time, with this whole Super Bowl stuff, like Cam Newton, and, the only thing that bothers me is that I don't mind. Car- I don't mind. I don't mind Carolina winning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am like you said. I'm a Buccaneer fan. You know, what I mean, I don't mind Carolina winning. I don't mind it. 
The problem is, I don't like how they win. They do a lot of showboating. And that showboating is fun now. Right. It's harder to do when you lose. When you lose, you start losing control of your emotions. Because you you might not take too well to somebody doing your time. So you so you think you think you think that showboating is a sign that they're too emotionally connected, and if they lose, they're gonna start like out like starting fights and stuff. Like is anything I think that that, that or? personally speaking, if it gets kind of if it, I will say this with a disclaimer: if it gets crazy, you know, I would say that it will hurt the Carolina Panthers because the Carolina Panthers will be like, well, we do the showboating stuff. Does that? And Broncos get up and they're working up. <laughs> Payne Man can be a professional. He's gonna do what he can do. Now the defense, now the defense side of the field, well, well, um, yeah, they're gonna show out. And they're gonna do what they gotta do to get in Cam Newton's face and whatnot. And let's be honest, Cam Newton, he is absolute freak of nature. Right. He's six three to six five. I'm not sure where he sits, yeah. but he's he's tall as hell. What you call him? Last Freak night? of nature. No, but you were calling him something else last night. The LeBron James of... He is uh... LeBron James of football. <laughs> it's true. Because yeah, yeah. you just like you see him, and you're talking about a guy who runs a 4 or 5. He's 260. Mm-hmm. 260 pounds. That's a lot of fucking meat. And it's, 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 it's muscle. It ain't fat. He is... You see the commercials. He, his delts are big. The only person that have bigger delts than him is uh, the center for the Houston Rockets, which I'm losing it. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard, his delts are like a monstrous. But Cam Newton's delts are gigantic. You know, and this Super Bowl, I'll tell you what, the Super Bowl will not be decided by Cam, or will not be decided by Payman. This, this, this Super Bowl will be decided by the defense. But isn't it always decided by the defense, though? It is. Like to say that, I mean, it seems like, I mean, it seems it's cliche, always going to be defense. Well, let's be honest. Okay, so we look if we look back on past defense, uh, like past Super Bowls, right? All right, so last Super Bowl, Seattle pa- uh, Patriots. You got uh, Tom Brady threw a pick, and that pick shouldn't even happen because he should have ran. They should have ran the ball. Not sure what happened there, but you know, I mean, there's you, the conspiracy theorists out there. You know, Russell Wilson, the leader of the team's lead, the best of all. Blah, blah. I get it. I get it. At the same time. It was a bad call. It was a bad call. High size twenty twenty. I get it, but they should have ran the ball. They were on the three. Russell was dropped back. Boom! It was picked off. It's over. Game's over. So the year before that, you have the Broncos, Seattle Super Bowl in the most terrible. It had to be one of the most worst Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And the halftime show wasn't good either. You know what I mean? It, it was just bad. You know what I mean? Payne, man, he got screwed off. His receivers played soft. I mean, like, Charmin soft. They got pushed around. And I think this time around, I think Demarius Thomas, which I would say at, at the beginning of the year, I said Char- Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas was number one wide receiver. He's number one wide receiver. Number one in my book. I have a fantasy football one season, and I've seen him play. And he just kind of lives kind of like, if I can run, I'll catch it. But he, he's a big dude. He, how you 6'3", you're not physical. Yeah, yeah. That makes no sense. C. Smith's 5'10". He's more physical than him. You need to wake up and you're, you're, and you're physical and get together. You can be Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens is a monster. And I don't think Terrell Owens, they nominated, they said that people are going to the Hall of Fame this year. 
And Brett Favre's getting in, of course. Though. Of course he is, yeah. Marv Harris is getting in. And that surprised me a little bit. I'm going a little tangent right now. But Marv Harrison, he had the little shooting at his little... His, uh, he had a shooting at his car wash in Philadelphia. And uh, it's kind of surprising because you never heard anything else after that. After that little shooting, it's kind of like, uh, he went to hiding. Everybody went to hiding. No one talked about anything else. They were like, oh, shit, that went down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Marvin Harrison, he was great. Marvin Harrison was the guy that showed you that if you run good routes and you have great hands, you can be a wide receiver. And I, I, I applaud him being the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Terrell Owens, for whatever you might not like him, Terrell Owens deserves to be a Hall of Fame. He deserves to be a Hall of Fame. He's not going to Hall of Fame this year. Oh, really? He's not going in. That would have been on my phone. It would have said, boom, Troll was Hall of Fame. He's not. I didn't think he pissed off a lot of people. I don't give a fuck. We have a local 757 guy who pissed a lot of people off. His name is Bruce Smith. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we were at Time Lounge. I think we were together. We were yeah. at Time Lounge. And we watched that dude try to go in the back door, try to step over the fence, and try to go in the back door. He had to sit in line to get in the fucking bar because he's kind of a douchey. I uh, met him at I met yeah. him at like a I met him at a strip club once. Uh, not met him, but I saw him at a strip club. At Bruce Smith. Yeah, Bruce Smith. You know, I, mean, I waited on once. Yeah. When I used to be a waiter. Wait, we're talking about the sports broadcaster, Bruce Smith. No, we're talking about the football player, Bruce Smith. You played for the Redskins and played for the Bills. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hundred okay. sacks, eight time, eight time all. Sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about that guy, okay. Bruce Smith, not not Bruce Hader or something. Yeah. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> Local sports guy, bullet Bruce Hader. You know what I mean? Uh, no, his name's Bruce Smith. <laughs> oh shit! But I mean, you know, the Bruce Smith. He's you know he's majorly accomplished. But Terrell kind of him not being in is travesty because beyond Jerry Rice, he had the second most touchdowns with the wide receivers. Second most. He has like 180 touchdowns. That's pretty impressive. So for how crazy he is off the field, which is true, he's a little out there. When on the football field, he carried the football, the Philadelphia Eagles to the Super Bowl. He carried like the the... The Cowboys have been trashed. They've been trashed since like 94? Yeah. Yeah. Cowboys, are, they're trash. I'm sorry. Sorry. Guys. Well, Redskins have been kind of struggling too since like 1994. They are struggle bus, but I'm saying the Cowboys have been really bad. Yeah, that's true too. But right. well, hold uh, on. So wait, I want to, since I want to, another thing I want to touch on, I'll t- touch on before we close out. And you mentioned it already. And you mentioned halftime shows. Oh. So let's talk a little bit about the halftime show. And I want, to, and then well, we'll get into the, the next second of the conversation. But fair enough. Coldplay, are we excited or aren't we? we I'm are telling not. you right now, we are not excited. About we're Coldplay. not excited. Who? I mean, is there anyone excited about Coldplay? I mean, really? We are not like, excited. I, I, I can't. I, right, I, I've right. never heard anyone go. Well, it's, oh my God, fair. Coldplay! I've got to see Coldplay. I've to never be, heard all right, that. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a little. I'll give you a little I've never heard anyone say I've got to see Coldplay play the Super Bowl. I've right. never heard that. I know all that, but uh, <laughs> I'll give you a little caveat. I am excited. I, I would. No, all right, excited is a strong word. Strong. Let me take that off the record. I'll say I'm. I'm happier to see Coldplay play than Bruno Mars play. Okay, I guess three more Super Bowls in the last. He's still going to be there. He's still right. playing. All right. So the last three, <laughs> three more Super Bowl halftime shows in the last three years. In my my opinion, you got to take that from me, guys. You can't take that from me. Bruno Mars, number one. because you, you uh, Number three, because you had Real Highlight Chili Peppers 
lip syncing. Oh, well, yeah. Chili fucking peppers! <laughs> Let that sink in a little bit. Think about that. They, they lip synced. They've been making moves. They've been making songs since the 80s. Under Bridge. Lots of songs. Bruno Mars can't. His catalog can't hold up to theirs. They limp synced because Bruno Mars was the name guy, main guy. You fucking for real? All right. <laughs> second worst. Second worst halftime show. Um, what was it? Um, oh shit! Not, not. Oh my god! I have it. It's like number one is definitely Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney's halftime show was after the whole like boob. You know, I don't blame him for that though. I don't, I don't blame him that because that that was was that. that, You know what though? But that's the network. That's the networks responding to people wigging out about seeing a boob on national television. I got it. Number two, I don't blame him for that. Number two is Black Eyed Peas being the worst show. Second worst. Second worst. So wait, what? Wait. So wait, was Bruno Mars first, second, or third? Third. So he's third worst. Because Chili Peppers came on, I don't like Chili Peppers. Yeah, yeah. So, but you know they lip synced? Huh? You know they, they lip synced? Yeah, I know. That's tough. <laughs> but, I had to get around but, it. But I, I agree. But Black Eyed Peas, I ain't going to lie. They, they were, for what for what they typically boast themselves to be, that was the most lackluster halftime show. It was terrible. The time. It they, was had the, they had the Where Was the Love with the fuck. They let Care Bears up there. Were like, when you had like a little heart in the middle of his chest, yeah. they were Care Bears on stage. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. And then Usher was like their special guest host. Yeah. Special guest host. Because they did Oh My God. Because Will I Am did Oh My God. Oh My God. And that's all, that's all he did. And Usher was up there for two minutes. And not even two minutes. Like a minute, 30 seconds. Dude. That's how he got in the Super Bowl for free, man. Yeah, he was just doing his time. That, 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 he was, Fair it, it was It was probably like, hey, I want to go Super Bowl for free. What can I do? Be on stage for two minutes. But Paul, McC- <laughs> Paul McCartney's halftime show was really bad. Wait, I like Paul McCartney. I, I, I like wait, Paul McCartney who, a lot. Yeah. But Bob McCartney's halftime show was very like, oh god. Let's but again, I, again, I, I don't. The thing is, I don't blame him because, I, like I said, that's network responding to what happened the year before. But to me, I think, my, in my opinion, the most memorable one that I've seen in a lot in, in the last few years is, uh, dude. I thought um, Tom Petty was awesome. That halftime show was freaking awesome. If I have to remember a halftime show, and Tom Petty's halftime show was good. Yeah, um, I think it was good. Um, you got um, yeah the boss. Oh yeah, Bruce Springsteen was, was good. good. You know, I didn't good. know th- I didn't know this, and it always just throw me off because every time I saw him live, people would sound like they were booing him, like they were like boo, and then like so I did research on it. You know, they're saying they're saying bo- they're saying um, not the boss. It's um, I mean they're saying the boss. There's there's there, there, there's some phrase that they say that sounds like boo, huh. but it's it's a it's another term. Another phrase, I'm, and, and, it, and apparently it's like they're giving him accolades. It's not food, okay. not the boss, but it's well, something else. That was yeah. up, I did not know that. Yeah, you know? Like, if you listen, if you ever watch him go live, um, and they're, it sounds like they're booing him. They're saying a different word. I'm gonna find it real quick. Hold on, because it's bugging me now. <laughs> and I mean, you know what? You about great halftime shows though. Great halftime shows. Um, like I said, the boss had a good one. You know, nothing better than doing the cross shot. Cross shot. Right into a camera, like just slide across the stage. Bruce, the they're saying Bruce. They say Bruce. They're saying Bruce. That's okay. what they're saying. All right. Um, and uh, but it sounds like they're saying Boo. They're saying Tom Petty had a really good halftime show. Yeah, he did. The Who wasn't bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Light, light show. I'm talking about the most recent ones. Katy Perry ones. I like hers. Hers was all right. She had that huge tiger. Yeah. And yeah. Them weird sharks. Um, but I think. 
I would have to give number one the Prince. Oh yeah, Prince blew that out of the park, man. Prince, like he murdered it, and I mean, it's as expected because Prince, you know, I mean, you're talking about a guy who he literally came on stage wearing like like a do rag, like he was like (laughs) he looked like he was about to like clean somebody's house. He played. He played Purple Rain with like the Miami. You want Florida. me to dust the drapes? <laughs> you want me to vacuum? You want me to fluff your pillow? Fluff your pillow? You know, so, he, he he like he literally played and he played in the rain. It was the floor. It was the Colts and um, Colts Bears Super Bowl. So, real quick, who would you want to see do a halftime show? I would want to see again. I mean, I would say I would say Stevie Wonder. But um, I've seen you halftime shows at like on Thanksgiving and they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm like, ah, no, Steve Wonder is not good. That's not what I want to do. That's not what I want. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Man, this is that's a tough question. It's a tough question. And, you know, I'm trying to think about who I'd want to see. Um, it has to be somebody alive now that would do a halftime show. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, you know, I got my favorites. You know, and uh, it, it's tough. You know, um. I would have to have somebody like rock. It had to be something like rock. Like rap halftime shows are whack. They're really weird. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the yeah, Madonna yeah. one was kind of cool because she had MIA and MIA was cussing and like she had like Nicki Minaj. Is that whatever? Yeah. Maybe you know what? Hmm. Fuck it. Kanye West. Oh, Damn! no. I hate that motherfucker. You yeah. know what? I know you oh, hate him. I hate him so I much. know you hate him. I get I it. I hate him so much, dude. I know He's you He's just do. a despicable human being. But Kane, let me tell you what. Kane West. It's on a good show. I watched um, on one of my like, on my phone. I have like a video of like it's like the whole entire concert of him like at some concert, like some kind of like Eastern concert, like like European concert. And his stage looks nice. I mean, he's he's more by himself. There's no other rappers. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's he's up for three and a half hours getting going to work. So I mean, he's he know he understands the idea that hey, I need to entertain, I'll entertain. You know what I mean? Uh, but at the same time. Uh, with Coldplay this year, you know NFL, they feel like some kind of they phoning in. You know, what I mean, like let's well, just, let's 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 go ahead and do let's use Coldplay. Coldplay always sounds got, lazy, anyway. Yeah, yeah, clocks. So I think I was just thinking, I was just thinking about who I who I want to see. I think I want to see not to not not current. But 1990s Guns N' Roses. That's not fair. You can't just think. You, can't you just, I, I didn't yeah, play Sinatra. That was not an option for me. That was not cool. You say, and then who will play halftime? No matter what year. I didn't no, say. I, I didn't say. I put any stipulations. I'm not saying who'd you want to see play. That's not cool. Who'd you want to play halftime show? So there's my choice. Don't be mad because my choice is better than yeah, yours, right, and you know it's better than yours. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm naming people that are still alive. Okay, fine. It's still alive. Fine. Journey. Fair enough. Journey will be really good. will be in town this year. I know, dude. I'm excited, but I'm probably gonna miss it. Will you? Because work. Oh man. Because I'm like, if you're gonna, if you're available, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, what about Link? Has Linkin Park done a halftime show yet? Hell no. Dude, Linkin Park would be pretty good. Hell man. no. We hell no, dude. Hell no. Dude, Linkin Park's awesome. No. <laughs> Pride and Revolution was whack. Other than um, uh, oh my god, the album. What about Pearl Jam? We were talking about '90s rock last night too. Yeah, we were. Uh, Pearl Jam would not do a good '90 like halftime show. You don't think so? No, they would do a new, like after party at the Super Bowl, like dropping the even flow. Jeremy spoken. You know what I mean? That's that's good stuff there. 
I don't know. Um, if you had to give me, if you said any timeline now, Mister Any Timeline, Any Timeline, man, I, didn't say I, want, any, I, want, I, want I put G- no rules, man. Then I want Jimmy Hendrix doing my halftime show. Really? Fucking Jimmy, dog. Jimmy would be great. You know you're gonna see a. a, 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 a you know, you know, I'm, a, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hear when cries Mary. I'm gonna hear Foxy Lady, and then I you know, man, I'm gonna hear like a Voodoo Child, and I'm gonna see his car, guitar kit on fire. Yeah, yeah. halftime show. How cool would that be? Just sit there in front of a guitar on fire, like yeah, I'm freaking out. But the problem is that Super Bowl halftime shows are so like, you understand? Know like the NFL has made a major focus on trying to bring the females into this. Well, so yeah. it's like, oh, halftime show, check out Coldplay, and I guarantee they'll play like Clock or some shit, and then you'll see like a rain effect on the crowd, like. But you know what though? But I, 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 to some extent, I think the halftime show really is for the women. Because uh, I mean, do you think guys really care about the halftime show for women? Hell no. That's what I'm saying. That's why I mean I can so I kind of see why they would go that route. But you mentioned Jimi Hendrix, uh, so a more modern. Uh, option. Thin Lizzy. No, uh, what's what's his name? Why am I? Can I think of, are we gonna go that? Are we? Gonna, are you gonna go my way? Um, oh 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 oh! He played a halftime. No, he didn't play a halftime show, did he? Yes, he did. He played a halftime show. What's already? What's his name though? I yeah, can't think of his you're name. You're talking about um, dude's name is um. Why is it escaping me right now? His name is um. Uh, what the hell is his name? Jesus, this is killing me right now. I know, right? We're struggling right here. Um, his, his what's name is I belong to you. And, yeah. Uh, you know, um, and you know it was over. Um, I'm naming songs for him. I can't even name him himself. <laughs> Lenny Kravitz. Lenny fucking Kravitz. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's related to Prince. Is it really? Yes, he is. That's why that. There's that musical genius dude, right there, Lenny, man. Lenny That's Kravitz. Genius. Let me tell you what. This motherfucker was like fifty something. I know, dude. I got it. Dude, I wish I had his jeans, dude. God gracious, oh my god, he's body. the most god beautiful man in the world, dude. I'm, I'm not gay, but he's the most beautiful man in the world. I don't even care. I'm not gay at all, but good gracious, bro. Like you make me feel comfortable. Yeah. Like dude. when I see when I see younger guys and they like fit up, I just wait for my tablet to catch up, mofo. When you're like fifty and you're yeah. like, like you got a six pack of abs, and you're like, boom, dude. Yeah, you're like Lenny Crab's voice. Yeah, I do what I want to do with whatever ladies I want to do with. I'm like, goddamn, Lenny, do what you got to do. Jesus. But, this dude, but I think we should bring Lenny Kravitz back for a halftime show then. Because Lenny would be awesome. Lenny was on the stage with Madonna. Was he really? Yes. Oh, I forgot about that shit. We need Drake up there. Oh, come on. <laughs> no. You can call me on my cell phone. That'd be funny. <laughs> That'd be funny. See if you say that. It'd be kind of entertaining. You know what I mean? Uh, Bissy Elliott was last year's halftime show. You know, and, uh... Dude, I'd like to see, um... It'd be kind of cool to see, um... Snoop Dogg, right. Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre up there. You won't see Dr. Dre. Snoop Dogg's weird, man. Snoop Dogg's showing a lot... Of, he's doing a lot of, like... Snoop Lion. Snoop... He's not Snoop, <laughs> Snoop Lion anymore. He dropped that. He did, he did. So he's Snoop right, Dogg, right. and he, like, showed up at places, like, hanging out with people. Like, he's just, like... He's just doing his thing, man. He's just like, having a good time. I'm like, damn, you're 50. I'm hanging out. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, do what you got to do. I guess, dude. You know what I mean? I got to hate dude, I got, I got to show this real quick. We got to close out here. We're already at like an hour and three minutes. Um, but I, I want to show this real quick story. So I was online today, and some guy, like, so there's a picture of Snoop with um, Scotty Rippin from the Washington Redskins, Hall of right. Famer. And I guess, yeah, Scotty Rippin. So Snoop, 
I don't think he's given the crypt sign. I think his hand just happens to be like curled like this in a C kind of. But he had it. He's he's kind of he's like he's like this with Scotty kind of like pointing at him like pointing at Scotty, and his other hand is kind of like down, just kind of hanging out, and it's in a C. It, it, it looks like he's got a C showing for crypt, right? Okay. So there's this picture, right? And this guy on Facebook is like, "You need to take this picture down." He's supporting the Crips. We don't, you know, you don't want the, that's a disgrace. You don't want Washington Redskins supporting that kind of thing. I'm, everybody in the world jumped on this guy. Like, don't be a douche, all right? It's not him anymore. The guy's like, he's like a fantastic dad. His son's at UCLA. He's coaching, like, football. Like, he's, like, not the guy that he was back in 1992, yeah. all right? Like, they give the guy a break. It was hilarious, man. Like, people were jumping on this guy. It was so funny. But anyway, on that note, guys, I want to bring the show to an end. I think we had a fantastic first episode, man. We had a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. I'm looking forward to uh, this. I'm looking forward to this again next week, man. Oh yeah, dude, we're doing yeah, this. I mean, we might yeah. actually we might plug one up for tomorrow. Talk about Super Bowl. We might. We know this. We should do a special episode tomorrow. I mean, well, I got work on Monday, man. Yeah, work Monday. Yeah, because I say because the you new know, Super Bowl can be over to like ten thirty. Fair. Then we, we we can meet up. Um, we can do something like Monday. Maybe night. maybe Monday night. So yeah. we'll see. Maybe we'll do a special episode where we talk about this, just exclusively about what we saw in the Super Bowl, what we liked, and what we did like, didn't like. But uh, tune in every week, folks. We're gonna be doing this just about you know every I don't know, over the weekend, probably Saturday or Sunday night, um, drinking, talking, catching up, seeing what's going on, what's good. Um, but anyway, in the meantime, folks, y'all have a good night. Uh, y'all stay uh, enjoy your week. And yep, and that's uh, Fig and the Lock signing off. All right, y'all.